Okay, I'm going live. Now, before I bring Jack on, I want to warn the audience, he's very testy. He's very girly. Um, I think he went, he flew, he didn't tell us that he flew into the United States. And there was a special epigenetic treatment that he got um, over in Wyzetta, where they flew in a bunch of girls from Jupiter, Florida, uh, Winnetka, Illinois. He dined on YZ and they took the most pompous, arrogant, snooty suburbanite princesses and they extracted some DNA and purified it and magnified it and turned it into a whiny bitch syndrome. And they just shot Jack Flo. So he's a little testy today. So let's let's bring on our our European Dutch advisor, suburbanite princess. Hello, Jack. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Have you gotten that off your chest? Did it feel good? Whiny little bitch this morning. For Christ's sake, I wake up, I'm tired, I'm groggy. And you're and wait, we got a pocket. We got a pocket. What's going on? What, can we go on your show? What's going on? I can show them Twitter food. I'm like, says, says you. Says you. Are you is everything perfect in your world? Almost. Almost. Doing well. Anyway. But you're one to talk. You can go one live session with somebody else without mentioning me and bugging me in my dms on when i'm pitiful creature you're a pitiful creature i feel bad for you it's like having a brother with down syndrome you know you can't help it oh yeah my brother with down syndrome well i like to hang out but i gotta i gotta wipe my My brother's ass you know you know how americans are how have you been jack it's been a while yeah, I've been fine, actually. I uh, launched that monthly consultation thing in uh, January, and all places are filled up, and I'm pretty busy with it, which I am very happy with. Let, let me interrupt before I, uh, but so I can understand this. Is this through a Patreon thing where you do a monthly deal? Because I know Rolo and John do that and add item number 586B to my to-do list. Is that what you're doing? No, it's not via Patreon. I did it via Gumroad which okay. you can create memberships on as well. And I gave them access to a private Discord. And with that, there is a monthly consultation. But I have the private Discord. So in between sessions, we can talk about what's going well, what isn't going well, make a couple of adjustments here and there, uh, not only in the training schedule, but in the diet plan as well, things like that. Maybe sleep isn't as Sleep isn't going as it's supposed to be, Mm. things like that. Because if you sit down with a client every week, there's not much to talk about. So that's why I went with once per month on the Zoom meetings Mm. and with a Discord for if and when something happens. But it's actually going pretty well. So so that that allows you one-on-one with your clientele. Yes. The thing is, my my actual one-on-one hourly rate went way up. But I wanted three dollars and forty six cents. I'm sorry, ten euros per hour. Yeah, something like that. Like, what is that? Ten euros is like two hundred fifty dollars. Last time no, I checked. No, no, no. That's the Zimbabwean dollars. We're still America, oh. bitch. We're still America. <laughs> still, right, but no, so, still. So, so it did go up significantly. Yes, but I wanted to make it accessible. So the trade off is: yes, you'll pay less, but the consultations are with others instead of me alone. Uh, so other people who are working out and dieting yes. and all that. Okay. All right. Yes. And then see, it's, there's only so much time in the day and everyone's like, oh, you got to get discord. Oh, you got to switch to stream labs. Oh, this, oh, that. And it's like, 
you would have thought it would have been just so darn simple. You get it's it's print, radio, and television. That's all it is today, except it's blogging, which I think is pretty much it's it's relegated to history. Podcasting and and YouTube or or streaming live. Mm-hmm. And you thought it would be easy. Oh, we just run advertising dollars. Google has it. That no, there's all these different things. And and the younger kids, Cappy, you gotta do this. Cappy, you gotta do that. And it's like no. It, it, okay, let's say I, I had the technological inclination to do so and the desire, which, which I kind of do, but there just isn't the time. There just is not the time. So I was, I'm always curious because um, I know Ryan and Rolo um, are. They do dealt with, well as as per request of modern life uh, homosexual John, our favorite uh, Tokyo agent in the field. Um, they do a deep dive into the statistics and click through rates and all that. And it's like you you sit there like, okay, what do I want to do with my day? Do I want to learn about metrics? Do I want to relearn another bleeping login username password and platform? And now I got to integrate it. And I what we're really witnessing. Um, and I recommend this for every young person out there is uh, a transition from an analog to a digital economy, which we already knew, but imagine how much money there was would to be made when we were starting to switch from horse and buggy to cars and you were a mechanic. Like at the beginning, you'd think, Oh, I'm making a little bit of money. Isn't this quaint? Isn't this a nice little hobby? They have these automobiles, that that carry and transport people from one road, and then you're like, oh crap! But there's like a road, so you got road construction. Oh, bridges! What a bridge! We got to put a bridge in, and now we got streetlights. We got electronics. Like this is expanding quicker than anyone who naively thought when they got down on the ground floor of this as a hobby. And now here we, I mean, even computers. You could say nerds back in the day in the '60s and '70s with computers. Oh, isn't this a a, a quaint little little fun thing to do all of a sudden now you're the technology officer of microsoft you know mm. and um there's just not enough time not but man if, if you guys want to get in on this stuff i'd recommend becoming a, a content creator as a as a hobby as something fun to do but don't be surprised if all of a sudden it becomes your main gig you know? mm. well i mean in all honesty i wanted to be my main gig but not per se the youtube thing what I what I've got now with the monthly consultation where I can talk to the guys on Discord, like when it when it's actually valuable um to talk about, sort of say. Because the YouTube thing, I try to make it as valuable as possible, but actually directly helping the guys out with the schedules and the dieting and things like that. Mm. I truly enjoy that. I really that's course, what you aim to do, but that's what you aim to do. Yeah, but no. I mean, of course, every now, every now and then I get annoyed, but that's mostly my <laughs> own thing because I want to get it done. No, I'm one of those guys because, because of the time zones, because of the time zones. No. So I've got a couple of Americans in there. It's like it can happen that they text me at 11 p.m. Mm. Now, I'd rather be asleep at 11 p.m. I don't know about you. I might be an old man uh, in behavior. You're, you're on your way. Don't worry. Yeah, you're, you're that argument could be made. But. I immediately want to respond because I'm like, you guys are paying me for this. Mm-hmm. And I want to deliver. Good businessman ethics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good, good business practices. Sure. Sure. Exactly. Even though it's like, it's only a couple of hours later, it's not very significant. I do have that thing where it's like, nope, they're paying you for it. Do it. Be on. Yeah. Well, I would also surmise that you like a clean slate, which has yes. been my, my, um, what's the philosophy? It's not, it's not, 
the guy pushing the rock up the hill, though I guess that's the closest analogy. Because you inevitably you do get the rock to the top of the hill, mm-hmm. but then more hill is made. But that is what I, I'm rapidly, if not already long ago, came to the conclusion that I will not be able to thoroughly enjoy the good things in life if I don't have a clean slate. And one of the one of the largest achievements I've had, and this isn't the bragging show, just so everyone knows, I'm just trying to give you guys a goal to aim for. But one of the largest accomplishments in my life hasn't necessarily been going to college, though that too, or minimalism or independence, but having nothing on my to-do list. And, and most people don't think about this, but your average person with their average house or apartment has clutter. They always have something to do. They have their will to do. There's all this back office stuff that just accrues, accrues, accrues. And when they die, they don't have a will. They got a ton of shit. They never got to enjoy a clean house. They never got to like go on vacation and not worry about something. I am one of the exceptional few that I know <clears throat> where the house is complete. That is complete. And if I go golfing, which I'm going to go golfing today, which is why I'm in my dapper James Bond Goldfinger golfing outfit. Um, you know, just Killing some Brits, I see. Huh? Killing some Brits, I see. Killing Brits? What are you talking about? The Goldfinger outfit? Do you expect me to James die? Bond. I'm not Goldfinger. James Bond. I'm You're just an like American. Bond. You yeah. can't be James Bond. You sure the hell can't be James Bond either. You're just no, Harry, the Dutch advisor. Huh? I'm not a Brit. I know. I'm be- Look. I'm not German. Goldfinger was German. Who, who am I supposed to dress? Who is the American? Felix Leiter? Yeah, we'll go. That's with the only American in the James Bond. Yeah. And yeah. later they turned him black, so you're not allowed to play. Well, okay, yeah. Either. And that'd be racist of me. Sure, sure. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, one of the things I'm most proud of is I have like ship shape, which is what my grandpa had. He was real strict and he had everything, all the ducks in line. And not because I'm a purist or a clean freak, uh, but I like being able to go golfing and say, no, I have nothing left to do. My taxes are done. This is, and so that, that freedom with no guilt, which is really good because you're going to be really productive and you're going to make sure everything's taken care of. But at the same time, there's always something new to do. So you never let yourself go and relax, but it's, it's kind of a, I'd say it's better to have that, that thing than not. Um, but well, that, that, but as pertaining to what you were saying, um, you also probably like to have the clean slate so you can sleep well at night and not worry about, oh, I still have some outstanding liabilities and obligations. The only problem I have with that is that I naturally wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I'm done at 10. See, I'm not even kidding. Like the most important stuff, I've got that done at 10 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's why I now have an extra part-time job at a uh, floor factory where I can start at 6 a.m. So, so wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So you catch up with all your duties by 10 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's also to, to, it's a testament to your minimalism life as well. You have have one bedroom apartment or you rent a room. Um, You have no debts. Um, Yeah. It's, and dude, that, that's gotta be nice though, where you could go and work the job. Although I love how you're very Beklavian, where he works at the box, fac- box factory and you work at the floor factory. Well, but there's a reason for that because, mind mm. you, I have my paralegal degree, minor in psychology, things like that. I'm not a dumb guy. The thing is, I Yeah, cannot... paralegal degree, man. Whoa, look at oh, that. Oh, nuclear Mr. engineer. Mr. Business so, degree. So where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Gonna get your doctorate? Are you going to go nuclear physics? Are you going to become a cardiac surgeon with your, with hush, your undergrad in legal? With you. your two-week certification? No, no. Did you know? No, by the way, that was a three-year 
education. But really? in the meantime, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe no I'm trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, uh, if I roughly translate it, it's like jurisdiction advisor. Administrative so jurisdiction. That that might juridistic. be a little bit. Yeah, but it might be a little bit more uh, rigorous because I think in the United States it's a two year. And I'm I'm not slamming on paralegals. It's it's a real job. It's it, it, but um yeah, I no, think it here is. it's only a two year uh, uh, program. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, while I did that, I did night school and weekend schooling for my uh, fitness trainer, personal trainer, and nutrition advisor degrees. I okay, run this, run, run, run this past me again. Okay, so you have, did you come out of high school paralegal intention? No. no, okay. You graduate from high school. What was the first form of education that you went on okay. to? Okay, and this is where it gets complicated. Because you, you just listed five things there, and I'm yeah. already confused. Right. No, but here's the complicated stuff when it comes to the American education system and the Dutch education system. Mm -hmm. Because you have middle school, but in, uh, sorry, high school. In high school, you have, um, let's see if I translate this right. VMBO, which is the middle, um, that's like the blue collar work. Trades, trades and vocations. The trades and things like that. Okay. Then you have the, um, theoretical MBO, which is a bit more than trades, more like the theoretical side. So, so you can be the foreman kind of thing. Then you've got college, the college level, and then you've got the university level. What's the In, difference between college and university? I have no idea. Uh, oh. One one learns Latin, the other one doesn't. Okay. It's the only thing I can remember. All right. So people waste their time and one of them. Won't. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I started at the theoretical uh, trade thing. Like I said, it's a bit rough to explain. But uh, that family situation happened during high school yeah. so i really wasn't paying attention in school could you have guessed like i wasn't really there i wasn't i'm surprised you're paying attention in school anyway because i'm going to assume yeah. like here in the united states teachers around the world are pretty worthless pieces of shit and they're and not that intellectually they stimulated yeah they, they absolutely are, are. Yeah. yeah here son son sibari in uh the chat's got it right vmbo half o favio habio etc but okay um, when that happened, I really wasn't paying attention in school. Like, I, I never was a troublemaker or anything. I was just not present. Right. It's like, he's I, there, but he's I not present. I was there. I think most of our audience could totally yeah. sympathize. Yes. Like, hey, I didn't have a death in the family or anything. No. But then they were like, well, your grades aren't that, um, aren't that great. I'm like, yeah. Uh, are you surprised? Well, you can't hide behind that fact. So you know what? We're going to put you all in the lower levels of education. I'm like, what? So in the first year of that level of education, I uh, made sure I got all my theory classes on the uh, grades that I needed to have so I could go back to the higher level of education. Okay, so there is a way to reintroduce yourself to college or university levels if you do some remedial type of class. In high school. In so high school. I did All that, right. and they declined. Because <laughs> I wasn't I, the, I was going to say, I hate the European system. They like, oh, nope, we're determining everything when you're 17 years old. So, All right. Yeah, I was, I was 15 at the time. 15 or 16. But they said, well, you're not putting a lot of effort in the trade grades. So we're not going to put you in the higher level of education where we have less trade grades. I'm like, 
you do realize that doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, but it's your overall effort. I'm like, go fuck yourself. So at that point, I just sat back and let it happen. Because mm. even if I put forward effort, they're not going to take me seriously. Right. It's not going to happen. So graduated high school at 16 at that level. But then you have to go to the MBO, which in Dutch is middelbaar beroepsonderwijs. And the MBO has four levels. Uh, one, two, three, and four. Surprise. But I started out at two, like one of the lowest ones. As you can imagine, I'm not a very dumb kid. But I had to sit there because that's the Dutch education system. You have to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. So I went through there. I did it. Two years. Fine. Back then it was 18, something like that. Then this is an I, incredible story. I mean, how, I know a lot of women are wet right now. When do you get to your education after high school? That like, is that. Oh, this is that. Okay. All yeah, right. that is the MBO Nifo 2. Uh, sorry, right. level 2, level 3, level 4. So I got, but in between, I had a year of nothing, and I had a year of a job, and then I worked here, and then I worked there. Then I was about 24-ish when I was at the last year of MBO level four, which right. could be called pre-college, because I always wanted to prove everybody wrong, where it's like, I'm not dumb. I'll show you. I get the college. Right. But I had an internship at the township, so a government job. Okay. And I was like, is this it? You sit here in front of the computer... <laughs> And you do nothing. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's what you it. went to school for for 20 years. Yep. And I was like, is that it? But back then I got into weightlifting and things like that. And I found that way more interesting, way more satisfying. So during that MBO level four, which is the paralegal degree, I went to night school and all weekend right. school. And you went paralegal like degree. All right. That's all right. Then after paralegal, then you went and got certified in physical training or what? Yeah, personal trainer, things like that, fitness trainer. Now, is that – just hang on for us dumb Americans. Is that through the public education system of Holland or is that you go and get that through a through some private certification? That is a private certification, which right. is – is that the right word? Accolated? But it's like it's recognized by the state as in – Yeah, this yeah, no, uh, accredited, accredited. Thank uh, you, accredited. Yes, accredited. Yeah. Yes. So that okay. was accredited by the Dutch government, things like that. So I got that and I worked in a couple of gyms, but high school never ends. And you know this. High school never ends, even in right. gyms where it's like, Susie doesn't like you. Susie doesn't like the way you phrase that. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it just I thought the U.S. education system was bad. What you just described to me makes me want to put a bullet in my head. Because that yes. was so overly complicated. It is. And the government has way too much control over your direction in life and education. It <laughs> Could you, let me ask, this is stupid, you know, moving, taking a sniper shot from a different angle. Could you attend an accredited university in the United States online where they don't have all this bullshit requirement? Like if you want to go Western Governors University, get a degree in accounting, whatever. Would then the European or Holland uh, economy recognize that as an employable degree? Would that I think carry? It would it? Would because what you just described sound like a managerial bureaucratic nightmare? 
Oh, but it is. And what if you were like a 16-year-old kid in Holland and say, fuck this shit. I'm going to go to Western Governors Online. I'm going to go to ASU Online, get an American degree, American college that's accredited. And then you just come out at 20 years old. I'm like, here's my degree. I'm applying for accounting positions. Or you get a degree from an American university. You come back to Holland and then you have to get maybe some kind of additional certification to prove that it's translated uh, to, to the Dutch economy. Would that be a simpler way? Cause that just, just sounds like a nightmare to go through as a young man or a young woman. It is a nightmare, but not necessarily like the education system. It was feeling, so, feeling dumb. That was the worst part mm-hmm. because in the lower levels of education, like I was reading Orwell and things like that because I just got the reading list of the higher levels of education, the literature list. And Mm. I just started reading that at home. I'm like, I am not dumb. I just Mm. truly believe that of myself where it's like, I am not dumb. So I started reading that. But when you read that at school and when you're in that education level where not everybody appreciates reading and things like that, Mm. they kind of look, you kind of get looked at things like that. And then you get teachers saying, they ask me like, what are you doing here? Like, well, I got put here. Like, why? Then I explained the situation. Your system. <laughs> yeah, it's your system, Your assholes. system. It's Man, like a, was... It, I was going to say, just to any teachers who are listening, it quite literally is like, you know, you get to a concentration camp and the, the guard asks you, what are you doing here? It's like, listen, you Nazi piece of shit. You're part of this system. And I, I cannot, and I'm very sympathetic towards you because I got a buddy. Because you already know I hate teachers. I hate how the education system stole our youth. Um, I hate how teachers are liars. I hate how teachers are dumb. And, and this is not me just, oh, I didn't have a good time in school. You guys are are about as close to concentration camp Nazis as, as I, and I just want every teacher to hear that. None of the children want to be there. The parents don't love them. You're babysitters with this quite secondary, if not tertiary goal of educating them. Well, and think- well, hang on, let me, let me, and I got a guy who's actually going through some kind of psychological trouble. He's older than me. He's almost 50. And he's like, what happened to my youth? Like, and he wants to find these teachers and yell at them because you guys are that you are pieces of shit. You ruined children's lives. You wasted their lives and their times. We threw all these kids into this horrific system under this bullshit guys that you were educating them and that we're socializing children. No, the parents didn't love them. The teachers didn't give a shit. I hope you all die horrible deaths. I, and I hope you live the life of a teacher where you're dumb, you're stupid, you're never going to find true love, you're never going to find real profession, you're just a bunch of babysitters. And and it's really, I have a hatred for you about as much as Jews do, like concentration camp guards. I do, because at least, at least, you know, the concentration camps lasted, what, three years? At oh, most, no, maybe. they lasted longer than that, I believe. Did they? Because the, the allies came in and, and liberated them. School lasts 13 fucking years when they're little kids and you fucking bitches and bastards of teachers come in there with your fucking politics and your stupid IQs and your low grade uh, education. You're like, and it's just the sanctimonious assholeness of these teachers who think they're smart and think like education is some kind of skill or trade and they know they're an expert in education. You're a bunch of fucking parasite pieces of shit and i hope that you swim to japan with cinder blocks on you so, not that i have an opinion no but i mean that was the worst part because 
during that struggle of wanting to get to college because I wanted to prove them all wrong. I'm like, I can get to college, which I did. And then after six months, I was like, holy shit, this is an even worse indoctrination not- <laughs> camp. This is not worth it. Run. Yeah, but that, seriously, you know what I found the worst? And and I have to pick my words carefully here because I don't want you to get canceled. But this was, I wanted to become a teacher. I really did. Now, luckily, in one form or another, I did become a teacher when it comes to physical fitness. Right. Yeah. Well, practical really teaching. To, yes. Yeah, I wanted to teach people something. High school teacher education. The weird thing was, it's just open to everybody. We had drug addicts, single moms, fucking criminals. No, the, the worse. The, uh, the the rainbow riders who don't who haven't figured out what their plumbing is yet. Oh, okay. All the right. thing was, like, she she came out like, uh, guys, um, I don't really feel like a woman. The thing was, she was just an ugly chick. Like, this well, is one right. of those, I am just an ugly chick, therefore I am a man. And I'm like, you're going to teach kids? You're well, going to be a high school it, teacher? It, in defense of them, what I honestly, what, what, okay, let's say you're a criminal, bad background. Um, I don't care whose plumbing you like to lick. As long as that doesn't color or influence your education or your ability to teach, and and like you teach reading, writing, and arithmetic, I don't care what your background. I mean, you could be whatever religion, da da da. That's no, where no, I had no, a problem okay, with the teachers is they had to influence the education with their fucking politics and their fucking psychoticness, their fucking personal background. Yes, I agree with you on that, but I draw the line with the whole "I am not the plumbing I was born with," because more and more is coming out about those teachers mm-hmm. like um that advocating. what pedophiles no, no no not per se that but that is happening as well by the way but more and more that they're advocating for uh gender surgery and things like that of confused kids and right. that's why i'm like no you have a legitimate mental disorder which should not be in a authority and should not have an authority function just okay no i, I see the line there maybe maybe i'm more libertarian i'm like as long as you could keep like look who doesn't have a mental problem okay like let's say you're depressed you have a li- okay and let's say you have um was it gender dysphoria what's the clinical yeah that's for? the one okay okay dysphoria. if you keep that like you keep your politics you keep your religion you keep your whatever at home you keep your mental problems you keep your personal life out of the work whether that's a corporate gig or the military or teaching. I, I really don't care as long as you can go ahead and teach. My problem is they almost invariably bring that in, uh, in the education system uh, where it's like, Hey, you know, like you should not be telling seven year olds about, you know, Hey, gender dysphoria. Hey kids. You know, it's like, how about you, you let the parents do that. But also an argument, most parents don't even bother educating their kids. Oh so I, no. I, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I 100%. Like, my kid is an accessory. Look, I have a kid. Gay care. Now, not to defend teachers, doesn't that put them in a pretty bad spot where they got, like, they have to almost raise the kid too? See? It, it, <laughs> and So I can understand where teachers, some of them are put in uh, rock and a hard place. If you don't teach your, your kid how to behave, let alone sex education, uh, the teachers are kind of like, well, what do we do with this kid? You know, he's, his aberrant behavior is going to get him or her in trouble once mm. they leave school. We got to kind of get in there and actually be the parent a little bit. So, but not, but it's, it's the, 
here's my politics. I'm going to force it on the kid because I'm a worthless piece of shit and I got nothing else going on and I need to convert. Like that guy in the United States who was a communist and oh, he was teaching yeah. the kids about communism. It's like, fuck you, you worthless piece. And that's that's where I hate most teachers because most teachers are like that. Well, and that's where I'm kind of like, you know what? All snakes are poisonous. All guns are loaded. You have one of these mm -hmm. character traits that aligns with that agenda. No, thank you. You're not mm -hmm. teaching my kids. You might be a very good person, whatever, but you will be the exception to the norm then, and I'm acting on the norm. Okay. So sucks no. to be you, but you know what? Talk to your brethren or sisters or whatever they haven't figured out yet. I don't care. But my child is not following your classes. Have do, fun. Do you remember, maybe you're not old enough to remember, where people kept their private lives private? Yes. Like who they had sex with and what their thoughts were. Like you went out in public and public was, you had a respect for public. People didn't necessarily want to hear about your politics. People didn't really want to see your pink or purple hair. People didn't want to see how you mutilated your face, put tattoos on your nose. People didn't care about, you know, like, but you, you respected the citizenry, your fellow man uh, in society that you would comport yourself in a certain way and you wouldn't, lore, lecture, or proselytize and ruin other people's. In other words, you weren't the libertarian at the social party telling everybody about the evils of central banking or <laughs> cryptocurrency, right? which people on the right do this too. But it was kind of nice where you could go out, enjoy a meal, uh, go to, here's another paralleling identical to teachers, okay? Movie makers in Hollywood. Oh God. Can you just make a fucking show without the fucking politics? Can can you just make a move like Cowboy Bebop? Hey, face gay. Like, oh, wow. Tell me you're a talentless, worthless fuck of a producer or a writer without telling me you're a worthless, talentless fuck producer or a writer. And it's like, I'm going to switch characters and be gay and black and Hispanic and male or whatever. Like that, that right there. It's like, no, you are now sticking your dick where no one wants it. And you're uh, violating that rule of, of public politeness and etiquette. It's ironic, by the way, of all people, uh, Tolkien, the writer of Lord of the Rings, he said, evil cannot create. It can only alter and bastardize. Okay. Yeah, something like that. And ironically enough, guess what? They're going to bastardize his work with black hobbits and Asian hobbits and multicultural hobbits. Asian because, hobbits? Yes, because you know what? They came from all places of Middle Earth. And it's like, you, uh, you fuckwits. Who's, who's you. they, though? Are they, are they making another movie? No, Amazon is with the Tolkien Society. They claim to be Tolkien fans. Their entire website is full of the representation of physically incapable people and gendered wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Hmm? Amazon is coming out with a new series on Tolkien or is this a discussion board? No, they are okay. coming out with a new series based on the works of Tolkien. And we're going to have lesbian, gay... Well, I do hobbits. know... Yeah, things like that. And they invented a new character. Guess what? She's a woman. And not only is she a woman, she is Isildur's sister. If you remember Lord of the Rings. No. Oh, I mean, yeah, but it was a so lot, like of, the, lot of movie like, to remember. 
Yeah, okay. So, like, in the beginning, Isildur chops off Sauron's fingers, things like that. He didn't have a sister at all, by the way. He had two brothers. Okay, no, but we make two it anyway. Right. Okay, yeah. But they invented his sister, and I will guarantee you, I will bet my hat on that, that she's going to be empowered. Strong and independent. She is not going to be influenced by the ring because she's pure of heart. And so oh, it's going to be, it's gonna be the, the new Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mary Sue or oh, Peggy yeah. Sue or whatever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, the the I thought the Hobbit was already bad. Those three films where they inserted some generic female character as well, but this is yeah, gonna be even... this is yeah, this is gonna be pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Now, it I always kind of. Uh, you ever see the movie Zulu? No, it's about Rourke's drift. Great movie. In it, um, I won't go through the history, but it's it's about the Zulus in, in Africa. And I wish that maybe like uh, Last of the Mohican or where there would be history in a, a non-white uh, culture. Well, Apocalypto. Okay. Remember Apocalypto? I think that's more recent. Most yeah, people well, they seen throw the baby against the tree and things like that. I don't know if it was that, but it was about the Aztecs. Yeah, it was a gruesome um, film. Ooh. It was a very gruesome. It was a good film. <laughs> Would would you want to see it if there was like a redhead white person in there and then there was some kind of political motivation and then we had a black guy come in? It would it would throw it all off. It's like, no, these are Aztecs, these are Mesoamericans. It just would and it would be the same thing with Zulu. Like, what if you made some of the tribes member white and some of them and some of them female, some of the warriors were female? And and it's like what if even if you took Wakanda and made a couple people, it's like, no, this is an African fictional, albeit country. What, huh? You, you know why they don't do that, right? Uh, I, I would assume for diversity uh, because they, they already have a, a, no, a generally it, black or Hispanic. I um, mean, let's be blunt here. It's just <laughs> deconstruction of Western culture. I mean, let's be honest here. The same with The Witcher. The Witcher was written in Poland, Eastern Europe. All okay. the characters descriptive as yeah. white and pale Pretty pasty and white, yeah. Not Pretty a lot of sun up there. Right. It's just made Western culture. This is this is our thing. Apologies. That just happened to be it. Netflix gets its grubby little hands on it. And of course, diversific diversification ran through it. Right. Why but is that, there that, no white Wakandan? Because, well, whites don't matter. I mean, let's let's be perfectly blunt with that. Those people don't like the Western world. No, those people those people don't like Western. They don't like yeah, and if they're white, they don't like them. No, they're they definitely are anti-white, they're anti-Western. So I get that. I'm talking from a consumer point of view. Like if you make things not historically accurate or canonically, cannot canonically canonically, I believe. Canonically accurate, it throws it off. Like if I watch Zulu, like let's say they remake Zulu and they start effing with everybody. Like it's no longer British, but it's a multi-diversity task force. And the Zulus have female warriors. I'm like, no, like Apocalypto. All of a sudden we have some Swedes in there. It, no, I don't, and I don't know who watches it now. Do you know, um, thinking ape? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, not personally, but you're, you're aware of him. I like his content. He's a very soothing voice. I, I like, cause he's very critical. He's a very, linear empirical thinker there's no emotion and all that um he was talking about he had one go woke don't go broke and um which empirically may not be the case but he's talking about how some 
woke productions do end up making money in the end. They may not make as much money, but they do end up making as much, uh, they do end up making a profit of some kind. And he's talking about how younger generations, like forget you and me, we're almost too old and certainly you're too independent minded, but they're not making movies with old people in mind. Forget white Western tradition. Doesn't that's not, not what he's talking about. That the younger generations have been so programmed to put first and foremost their uh, uh, wokeness, whatever that entails in terms of their political, whether that's feminism, diversity, socialism, environmentalism, whatever, whatever color you want to paint communism in, in so many words, that that's what they want to see. It's kind of like, um, okay, I'll give you, a, this is very interesting. A buddy of mine married a girl from China. And she watches some Chinese shows. And I was watching her watch the Chinese shows. And they kind of look kind of cool. Like, you know, there's bad guys. And, and you know, there's the grizzled Chinese cop, you know, speaking Chinese. I don't know. I'm like, well, I wish I, I knew what they were saying because it, it looks pretty badass. Mm -hmm. But do you know who the villains are usually in Chinese uh, shows? Um, can I say that online? What? Who the who the Mostly the, the men are. I'll, I'll go with the safe bet. Mostly men are the bad guys. No, no, no. What group, uh, male or female? Who, who is usually the bad guys in Chinese films? Uh, no idea. I thought I thought it'd be the Americans, like oh, those evil capitalist Americans or whatever. And we and we'd see some like white actors who are not known here in the United States, but they're very famous. Like oh, there's the bad white guy. It's the Japanese. Really? Because of, yeah, because when Ch uh, Japan invaded and basically the, the uh, grape of Nanjing um, and oh, yeah. all the horrible atrocities, like they're still pissed off about that, which maybe you understand. <laughs> I, I still need to read that book, but I know <laughs> the basics of it. It's like, well, yeah, so they, they really don't like the Japanese. And so the Japanese are the bad guys. And so you're like, uh, yeah, I could see it, but they're kind of keep to themselves now. And, you know, that was like 60 years ago that happened. We kind of came in there and beat the shit out of them. So, you know, I, I would like to think there's some friendship or, or at least not hostilities anymore between China and Japan, but that's their culture. The, it's those rat bastard Chi uh, Japanese, or if you're a Vikings fan, it's those rat bat bastard Chicago bears, you know, it's your rivals. And, the point that Thinking Ape was making is that younger people, like half the population, especially the younger half of the population, they're Japanese rivals. They're um, uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinal rivals are the evil traditional capitalists, Western cult. And they, that is their core value. And that's what they celebrate. And so if you play to that, you're like diversity, which diversity isn't necessarily like, you know, um, Let's go get those rivals. But that is what they've been programmed. That's one of their core values. And so now you can't make a movie unless it addresses that. And I don't know why, because like, man, in the olden days, and this gets back to public, I could just enjoy a good non-political flick. Like you ever see Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Not yet, I believe. Oh, go watch that today. It's a good show. Good show. You know what? what's political about it? Nothing. Nothing. I'm watching a, sh a new show uh, by Ricky Gervais called Afterlife. Nothing political mm -hmm. in there. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty it's good dark humor. Right. It's almost like if you're a comedian that can be funny without cursing or being crass or lewd, 
you can make some good money. And that's where, I mean, think what you will of him today, but Bill Cosby was a genius in terms of able to talk about uh, rated PG or G things that were just funny. And the man had an, an, an observation about society. The old school <laughs> Disney cartoons? Yeah, old school. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, things like that. That would, you know, Daffy Duck didn't come in and say, I decided to be a transgender woman today. You know, it was just Daffy Duck being a greedy Remember, duck. kids, get your vax. <laughs> get your vax. Part of kids. the solution. Like, right. Right, and I want to fucking see that when I when I watch cartoons, I want to see good guys versus bad guys, Optimus right. Prime versus Megatron, Batman versus Joker, Superman right. Lex Luthor. That's what I want to see. Do right. it out. None of yeah. this. Like, hey kids, remember Joe Biden, that good old American <clears throat> Joe who helped us to get through inflation? Well, he's back for you. It's like, no, where's Batman? Come well, on. even. Like Beckloff recommended, he's like, oh, you got to see Invincible. Yeah. It's like the new Batman. So I watched the first episode, and here's a black woman kicking the white bully in the nuts. Nope, done. Get, yeah. nope, get the fuck out of here. Nope, fuck off. She was the diversity hire. And, and, and you're like, uh, all right, all right. You know, the guy's married to the, the Asian gal. All right, I could see that. All right, we'll let it be. All right. Oh, look out. Here comes the standard, you know, Biff from 1950s. They had to go get a time machine to get this guy out here. Here's Biff from 1950s picking on the guy and sassy old black woman. Look out. Kick him in the balls. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. This is I had that with, with uh, Solo, that um, spinoff from Star Wars. Han yeah. Solo. What, I didn't mind that. What was the, well, what was Watson the... and I got through half of that. And then mm. the entitled black female robot came in and we just turned oh, it off. Oh, that, yeah, that was, we yeah. just turned it off. Like, no, we're going to watch something else. Goodbye. We're, we don't feel like this. Never mind. Mm. Like, well, remember anyway, Star Wars? Remember, remember, Star remember Wars? the Wookiees? Yeah. yeah. Remember the Ewoks? The Ewoks? Yeah. X-Wing fighters. <laughs> yeah. TIE fighters. And, Here's here's the thing. Even Star Wars had a little bit of political angle to it. Yeah. And it was the classical American, the snooty, we're gonna beat the snooty Brits. We're the underdogs. If there was anything, it was it was like a little wink at the Brits, you know, kind of like, oh my goodness, we're going to attack. Oh my god, we're British. No one no one can beat us. No. Now, it's 1850. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Now, witness the fully armed, fully forced <laughs> operational battle station. Like, you may Eddie fire when ready, Commander. <laughs> Eddie Izzard. Sir, yeah. the rebels are attacking. My God, man. Do they want tea? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. I think they're after a bit something more than that. <laughs> Don't you know I am? I'm Darth Vader. I can kill you with this tray. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, but. But here's here's the sad thing. You're, this is why it's never going away. This is why, and thank God we have archive canon in a library of things like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, or something as simple as you know, Gunsmoke or the Andy Griffith or Hogan's here, any or Batman the animated series, or you know, um, even culture Apocalypto Shaft. Like, yeah, hey, Shaft. Right. At least you can go back and watch these shows that were intended to be. True original creations of art, true entertainment with whatever angle. And the maniacs. And maniacs, right, right. Remember the go... nurse? Hello, Hello nurse. Hello, yeah, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Just but very simple, objectifying a hot babe. What is wrong no. with that? Honey, you look great. More of that. You go, girl. That's right. female empowerment right there. 
more right. of that. No, but thank thank God we got mm, seventy years of filmatography to go back on to just watch that because now every every new show is going to have because of this core, you know, it's the Japanese or it's we got to get the Chicago Bears. Every young person today has that. Oh, it's got to be divert or else it's crap. And it's sad, but like they, I don't think they understand. It's like, look, can you just have a show that isn't about black female vagina or Hispanic transgender? Can you just have, uh, you know, a, a bridge too far? Can we just watch that? Can we have, um, you re- or and this is why I started, um, compiling a bunch of Asian movies, Asian directed movies, uh, which by the way, predominantly star Asian people and are in a foreign language, but I'm going to watch Ninja Scroll. I'm going to watch, um, you know, the seven samurai. I'm going to watch, uh, 13 assassins. Um, because it's, it's, I want the story. I want the fucking show. I don't want, here's a show. Oh, look out. Here comes sassy Shaniqua. She, you know, like you hear about the equalizer. Uh, I've heard about it. All right. You know who Denzel Washington is, right? Yes. Okay. So he did two movies. Uh, the equalizer, badass guy, cop going to get the bad guy. Like, okay, cool. Straight up. No problem. So do you know what the third equalizer is now on television? Uh, it's with a woman. Queen Latifah. Oh, fuck off. Why? (laughs) Because, look, you know what the thing is? Every time we say that, it's like, you just hate women. No, I hate the false portrayal of women. I hate the the laziness that you guys have as directors to not create anything new. Fuck off. That's it. I I don't want to see my women kick ass, round ass, whatever, because first of all, they can't do that. That is why you have weight classes in MMA, in kickboxing, in judo, in whatever. Women who are 135 cannot kick a 200-pound Russian guy's ass. Not going to happen. How pissed off are the Russians when they see these? Like, hey, they think a little hundred. They got to be really insulted. Like, hey, Mm. Boris just got his ass kicked by this little waif who came out of, you know, Baylor Universe. What the hell's? They must be really perturbed about their portrayal there. That's Yeah, I mean, like I just said, what was wrong with Hello Nurse from Animaniacs? What is wrong with just loving women for what they are? I mean, it can be said to our sisters, right? We shit on the women a lot. But it's like, you know what, girls? I like you for who you are. I just like you for who you are. I don't like you for who you pretend to be. Because that's pretty, where I have a problem. Am I pretty dark? I think you're quite light-skinned, Clary. I mean, okay. I can't even see your quarter Wow, wow, good. Okay, I have to – that was good. That was good, Harry. Good, good. <laughs> I have two videos I'll probably be doing later on today after golfing uh, that are pretty dark about uh, – the womans <laughs> because like our sisters like maybe if they're traditional maybe but i got oh, too okay much... wait 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 what? traditional and under 25 please because oh I that's don't not no that's not gonna happen no 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 when i want to talk about our sisters i mean the the gals who are truly in, intellectually independent minded who can tolerate our our shtick here on this show um also women who are probably older and do remember bugs bunny um uh, it, but anyway, that's 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 neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's sad. It's sad. Um, I told you about that date with that redhead, right? Like afterwards, blah blah blah. We were we were talking to each other, and she, she's sitting on my lap, and she says, 
you know, I really don't need a man. And I look at her. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? She's oh, like, God. I've got my own house. I've got my own income. I've got wait, my wait, own stop, job. stop. No, I, I would have definitely remembered this. Tell this for the story for my audience. Because uh, did you talk about this on your podcast? Uh, I think I did. Okay, okay so remember. three people listen to it. Why don't you tell it to my audience so a couple more than three people hear about it? Well, so <laughs> she's just sitting on your lap and this comes out of nowhere? Well, I had a date with her and things happened. So we were already done with that. Like what adults do, Gappy, I'll explain that to you later Thank on. you. <laughs> okay. Years ago where you were still able to get it up then. Yes, my little soldier <laughs> would salute. Yes. Without pills and injections. God, Jesus. <laughs> I only have a little bit of gray hair. You all oh, know a little that, bit. Right? Okay. A little bit, yeah. Okay. So... But afterwards, kind of, you're kind of like fooling around a bit and blah, blah, blah. She, she's sitting on my lap and it's like, I, have, I don't need no man. You know stop, that, right? Stop. Just, just, just so I understand this. It's quiet. You, she's just sitting on your lap. Yeah, but it, well, it came out of nowhere. We were just right. bantering. So you're just sitting there having a good old time. And this comes out of left field and hits you in the face. Yeah. Okay. All right. Continue on. All right. She's like, I don't need no man. Because I've got my own house, got my own income, like I've got my own job. I'm like, honey, is that what you have a man for? It's like, well, no, but I don't need one either. I'm like, oh my god! I'm so Did you just happy. push her off? Well, I was happy. I already came four times, so right. It's like, what time is it? Yeah, you know what? I think I'm gonna go home. It's like, but I think it's sad. In all honesty, maybe that that there is a small bit of pity inside of me where it's like, wow, you actually think like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I've got that. Like, I now have my passive income is growing. I like if I want to, I only need to work at a whatever part time job. Maybe six times a month, maybe six, seven times a month. Mm -hmm. And I've got my online thing. Yeah, cool Internet friends. Cool internet friends mm. like the Masculine Geek and Rob and uh, Rolo, Rolo right. who shows up and doesn't sure. flake on me. Ryan, right, sure. Yeah, sure. Ryan. Yeah, those, those cool guys, yeah. Yeah, there's some other guy as well. What's his name? Rich Cooper? Rich Cooper, right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Paul from the uh, Come On Man podcast. Paul guy, God almighty. Uh, yeah. The human neck. That's... But there is not one single time it crossed my mind where I was like, you know what? I don't need no woman. <laughs> it's like, that's not what I have someone for. I'm not thinking to myself, you know what? I don't need to talk to Watson anymore. I've got my own income. I, like, I don't need friends anymore. Huh. Got everything taken care of. I've got clothing. I've got a roof. I've got income. I've got food. I don't need friends anymore. It's like, What? What? What's what's sad is that like that was obviously the foremost thing bubbling up inside of her. Yeah. Like it was this magma chamber of magma pressure she had to like she had to say like that was very important to her. I'm not even joking, that was very important to her. And it's like and and I always go through is it conditioning? Like were they programmed this this uh value system or do women never really need guys and they just want I but you know what I don't care. It's like, wow, you you really know how to become a robot and ruin kind of what I thought would be a fun human moment that you like out of the blue. You know what? I don't need a man. I, so now, not to play 
Monday morning quarterback, but I would have been like, what the fuck did that come from? And like, I mean, I would have gone right down to the root. I'm like, is that what you really think? This is, this is important to you, huh? This is the number one thing on your mind. Not like, Hey, we just had some fun. Hey, let's go get some chocolate or maybe feed the ducks. No, this, this is so important to you. The dynamics between the the sexes. I I would have been like, yeah, okay. You know what? When you're sane, let me know. When you want to live life and have fun, let me know. In the meantime, I don't I don't deal with this shit. I truly think it's programming. Mm. I truly think it's programming because when you have women who have stayed outside of the public education system and things like that, or at least when they were younger, like yeah. maybe later on they get there in high school, but the parents are still together and they're aware and things like that. Because I know one who had that and who isn't a total cunt, mm-hmm. who just isn't. Now, now we're demonetized. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. I said it. I said it with a bit of a Dutch accent. Just so, you know, no, I'm gonna have to download this and upload it to BitChute. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> really? That? Yeah. I say yeah. it all the time. On well, my... yeah, that's because you only have three people tuning into your channel. I have a little bit I, more than that. I will. I will have you know, good sir. I am uh-huh. at. 2,499 subscribers. Well, I'm one away of 2,500. I have to bring this in because he has experience. It reminds me of Cuddle Wilkins, Um, And I, I experienced this too. Always bring up stupid feminist points at the most inappropriate times. Like, yeah, this is, these are miserable women who I would have to align with you that they may have these thoughts naturally, um, but they do not occupy their minds where they have to barf that up after a sex session. I think it's what I really think it is, is that in those moments where I think they truly kind of feel that happiness you have, like, I mean, you have a girlfriend or at least mm-hmm. you say you have one. At least I say yeah. I have one. Yeah, 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 but you have those moments, right? When she's with you and you, you did things and you're kind of like, <laughs> you know what? I'm happy you're here. I might be yes. annoyed with you. But I'm happy you're here. And I yes. think <laughs> that these women have those moments and then they're like, but I was learned to hate this. I yeah. Was, I was learned not to rely on him. And therefore I... they have to say it out loud to like repress the feeling. I go, I can't feel I'm like sorry. I, and I think Jack, you'll agree with me. And most people, I'm sorry for you girls. I'm sorry that you're one shot on this planet. You're one shot in a new existence. Is this tortured existence where you are trained to just keep men at arm's length, not fall in love, not enjoy a moment, not be human. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. On a, you on a good note, by the you know. way, because we huh? actually started out pretty positive. Like we yeah. were talking about doing actually doing things, being creative, being of value, and things. Being like human. That. Being human. You know what I did? I deleted the dating apps, and I feel so much better. But, it's like okay, okay I'm, now, I'm confused. Le- explain me why, because you were you were having relative success with them. Yes. Okay. But even though I was having relative success with them, um, let's be honest here. A high notch count is fun and all that, mm-hmm. but I had nothing to show for it. Like, like you always mention, we're dealing with girls these days where you have to fight the ideology, and. I don't feel like doing that anymore. And okay, so let me on. let me clarify. Getting the notches is no longer fun. As a matter no. of fact, it wasn't fun to begin with. No. Okay, that's right. Because all it is is a number, and and no. I I think there is some social proof in that. Like if you can play this, let's be very clear what the pursuit of women is, especially in today's, more so for your generation. It is the ultimate test 
for you to engineer or back and figure out a puzzle, figure out the most confusing algorithm possible. So you're testing intelligence. You're seeing how intelligent you are to play a game, to persevere, to endure. I dude, the worst hike of my life, meaning the most exhausting it was, was a fraction of the effort I have put into back engineering, trying to strategize with girls. Right. I think the only thing that was harder with more strategizing would probably have been world war two. Uh, I was just Martin. about to say, yeah. And, and then you go through all that and it's like, holy crap, I figured out this very complicated puzzle. And now I've, I've, whatever I've put together five, 10, 20, in your case, 40. Are you up to 40 now? 45, 40, 45. Um, you know, I'm at, what was it? 32, something like that. You, then you look like this is, was not fun. This is it. So the only thing really is, okay, I figured it out. Okay. Could I have gotten, could I have put together 10 more puzzles? Maybe. But after a while, I was like, it's not fun putting together these puzzles. So I could totally understand why you, where you deleted the dating, especially when it's like, you know what? I don't need a man. It's like, okay, this puzzle is really a pain in the well, ass. And, and that was the thing for me. That was the uh, the straw that broke the camel's back for me, in all honesty. That first of all, like I have these numbers mm-hmm. and nothing to show for it at the end. Of course, I've had girlfriend who I dated for years and things like that, but the majority of that number came after my relationships, but not one of those of the Tinder years, I um, had the ability to keep for longer than three, four dates. Oh yeah. It's very transitory. Yes. And at that point I'm kind of like, okay, what did I do wrong? That's the first, because I mean, I'm truly of the opinion, always look at yourself first. But then you look at the things you're getting, like that one girl who I had, uh, we dated for two months and things like that. And then she's like, I have an argument with my mother, so I can't see you anymore. (laughs) I remember that one. (laughs) It's like, you're going to let that stand in the way? And later on, I talked to her like a month later or so. I hit her up. She's like, well, I'm living on my own now and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well. Since that is over, well, I want more time for myself. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. I know what that means. Yeah. I know what that means. And then like with the with the ginger one who I texted with a very long time before we actually met up. And after we met up, we texted a bit um, a couple of days as well. But it was pulling teeth to get mm-hmm. a second date. And I'm like, what? Like we already shagged. Fine. But... I am actually um, going forward with the advances that you are proposing to me. Where it's Almost like, as if you, there was a natural cadence to this, honed and engineered by two million years of human evolution. Yeah, where it's like hmm. she kept in contact with me. She kept texting me. I'm like, okay, I will, I'll entertain that. And I'm like, do you want to meet again? She's like, yeah, but I don't know why. I don't know if I feel like it. I'm like, what? So I was kind of like, this isn't, it's not what I want. It just isn't what I want. You don't want this? (laughs) I don't want the high numbers and things like that. I mean, James Tusk and Troy keep hammering on where it's like, come over to Columbia and Sarge during the day. I'm like, yeah, but, and then what? Then I have 46. Yeah. And, And this one I picked up from the streets. It's like, I, 
before Tinder, I had a dating life, you know. My first couple of girlfriends I met like in high school and in oh, young social occasions. Young Jack. And, and, at, and at social occasions. and at Even skinnier than like you that. are now with bigger ears. I'm just picturing little Jack. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty big ears, actually. But, but um, what was I about to say? But there were a couple of girls who I day-gamed as well. But now it's kind of like, no. I, if it's just to get laid. Of course, like if it's a if a guaranteed lay, like okay, you are the hottest guy I know for the last five minutes. Come on, I'll do it. Fine, mm. but to put in the effort again to it's... go out there again, it's like no, I have better things to do. And with the the consultation I'm doing right now, that gives you have me... opportunity cost. You have well, opportunity it gives cost. me so much more uh, satisfaction doing that. Mm. Oh, I told you that right, the girl who um. Because Stan I don't know, Tony... Jack. What did you tell me? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but um, Sterling told me. He's like, Jack, you know what your problem is in that deep voice of his. He's sure. Like, you know, gibbity bobbity bobbity boo. Yes. Fucking kangaroos and such. Yes. And koalas. <laughs> Having our prison island. <laughs> He's like, you need to take them out for coffee, Jack. I'm like, well, Sterling, there was one girl who I made an exception for. Of all the girls, I hadn't done that in years. And I was like, you know what? This girl's pretty hot. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Because that's the thing with girls. When they're hot, they can get away with more shit. You know what? We're going to get coffee there and there. I waited 20 minutes. No you waited that long. Up. Yeah, something like uh, 15, Whoa. 20 minutes. I would have... I... Seven uh, o'clock, seven o'clock, I'm out. You're either yeah, on time. You I get texted her out. once. I even called her once. No answer. I walked away. The next morning, so that's 11 hours later mm -hmm. than our date was planned, she sent me a photo of her car with a broken windshield. I'm sorry, my windshield broke on the way over. I'm like, first of all, sucks for your car. Hope you're well. But since you're texting me, you're probably all right. Second of all, why the hell didn't you text me? You were on your way to Hold me. it. Hold it. Let me interrupt. Did you actually text her this? Yes, I texted back. Okay. How old that, were you? How many years ago was this? Oh, this was last year. I'm sorry. Okay. You should have known better. I know. You should have known better. All right. Continue on. I'm were sorry. you trying to get were you trying to get a woman to feel guilty and take responsibility for her actions? Maybe it's a one word answer. It's a one word answer. It's yes. the opposite of what women. Yes. All right. Do you Does feel that shame? work? Do you yes, feel I shame? Do. do you go into the pen? Have you seen Slapshot? No. Okay. Watch Slapshot. You're now to go into the penalty box and feel shame. Okay. <laughs> but then you get free. Okay. How long All do right. I have to stay in there? Two minutes. You've oh. never seen it's, it's a great, it's a, it's a seventies flick with Paul Newman. It's about Slapshot. hockey in America. Okay. And they have a, a French-Canadian come in, and he's doing the show. Oh, yeah, then you go, and you do the, the checking is bad. And then what happens if you do? Oh, it's very, it's against the rules. And what happens if you break the rules? Oh, you you go into the penalty box, and, and you feel shame, and then you get free. <laughs> it's just, it's a classic. It's hilarious. And guess slap what? Shot. Slap shot. Not political. It's just about hockey and fighting. That's all it oh. is. Oh, what more do we want? Like mighty it's ducks. <laughs> Um, no, but seriously, like the one exception I make to do it again, and they prove me right. 
like my window broke i'm like and you're not texting the person who you're going to while that happens but of course i got the blame because i wasn't sensitive enough right i you you wow could you imagine the dog did the thing that dogs do i know and you're going to train the dog to do something different. you're going to train the dog to meow like a cat are you now oh okay no, that's it no how old just just i don't know how old was this girl 21 i believe 21 all right so this is an adult yeah in, uh, okay loosely okay just want to point that out boys i feel shame yeah do you uh do you now understand i have a very i wouldn't even say very unpopular opinion but um it's controversial i guess but do you understand where i'm all for like the seeking arrangement and just paying for it now <sighs> or at least the logic i'm not saying you have to agree with it but do you see the linear logic uh, uh behind that in all honesty it is a bit of a hard for me it's hard to say because first of all i've had it without ever paying for it right so i am a Are, true have, believer have you have you had it without paying for it did you get your 20 minutes back jack no did you get did the dutch government pay you for your lost 20 minutes oh no i feel shame. you ever spend money on a date jack yeah yeah i used oh. to do that yeah okay. long time All ago right. All right, but you were saying you didn't pay for it. Not continue directly, on. not directly. Oh, direct, oh, oh, barter. Okay, all right. The like old real barter. barter. Sure. I bought but her $300 worth of goods. Then I got I laid, but I didn't pay her cash. Sir. Okay, all right. And I wasted Good, seven sir. hours. Okay, no. all right. I have, all right. I have put a relationship on the line for a Lego ship once, sir. I will tell you that. <laughs> and the ship won. <laughs> Oh, she was such a horrible bitch. <laughs> just pouring out. Just pouring Oh, she's out. fat now. She's fat now. I, I know. I, I, I'm just saying, you'll get old enough. Y'all guys will get tired. It's just a number. You'll figure it out. There's nothing left to figure out. And you're like, oh, I still got needs. And you're going to say, hey, wait. I could go through this pain-assery, which is why I understand you dating the, the deleting the apps now. Because it's, it's no longer fun. It's it's not worth it. But if you ever had the need, it's like, well, you could fire up those apps again. And we could play cartoon music in the back. Or it's like, here's $300. Boom. Done. It's, I just can't live with that. Where it's like. I, 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 now, in honesty, I've never paid for it either. But I, I don't. Have I'm, you now? Maybe, no, I haven't. Never, no, okay. No. All right. All right. All right. I, don't do this barter switch on me now. You can't argue barter when I was arguing barter. You either. It. Yes, I have I have always, always. What's worse is when I pay for it and I don't get it. That was a lot of girlfriends back in high school and, and college, all right? So I have paid for it, absolutely. I'm merely saying I've paid for it. So why go through the, see, the problem with barter, then there has to be a show and the facade of courtship, all right? Where it's like, no, mm -mm, no, I, I'm just here. I just, and, and let's be honest, most guys just want to have sex. No, I don't care about your degree. No, I don't care about your desire to create. I, I don't care. I'm only here. And that's, that is more honest than any other guy. So most guys are like, oh, yeah, I'm totally fascinated with your typical college degree, your typical career, and how you have left-leaning pop. <clears throat> no. People hate me so much for this when I say I would rather date a hairdresser than a lawyer. Absolutely. I totally understand that. They hate me job. for it. The, the yeah. hairdresser has a real job. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Yeah. No. No, but it's like I cannot live with the possibility of no woman wanting me for me. Because I had a friend ask me this as well. He was like, "Well, if you only do it for the sex, why not go for hookers?" I'm like, "Because I will not. I am not able to live with the possibility of any woman on earth not wanting me for me." I have mm -hmm. had the experience where women were like, "You now go." Where it's like I had a match with them on a Friday night at uh, eight thirty. They were like, "What are you doing tonight?" I'm like, "Nothing." She's like, "You're coming over." Oh, that's horrible, Jack. That's I horrible. Know. Did you did you need to talk to a therapist? No, therapist oh. needs to talk to me. Haha. -ha. But when she once you've had that, I'm kind of like, no, I'm not paying for it. I was able to get it once. And I will get it again. Okay. So even though, like right now, I don't feel like the apps anymore. I just want something different, like a a, a formal main play, where it's less like, yes, you have your own place, I have mine, but we are coming together because we do like each other. But the whole racking up numbers and things like that, no, thank you. Well, you let me know the second you find that, Jack. You let <laughs> me know when you find that. I'm... I think you'll be. Deep underground, just right around the court. Probably tomorrow. Don't call me too early tomorrow, okay? I don't. No, I, you don't have to. You don't have to inform me the second you find that arrangement. Of, but maybe give, give, wait till I wake up. All right. Of all things, I am so happy you don't have my number. I like. I heard. Why the would stories. I call you? I don't want to call. What? Are, what are you talking about? Uh, TJ told me the stories that you called him like five a.m. in the morning, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, to piss him off. Like, hey, yeah. No, he's out. He's like, Pacific. It's early over there. Let's call him up. I'm, I'm like, I am so glad that man doesn't have my number. All right, let's get through the super chats here real quick. While you have your delusional expectations of finding a intellectually engaging woman who wants to hang out with you and is not corrupted by politics or or the virus of feminism. <laughs> uh, Taiwando, two euros. If you have 180 ECT credit, you have a bachelor's jack. Okay. Cool. Okay, I so I don't know what that means. That Juan obviously is in the euro. No, Acosta, two bucks. Jesus, what the hell? Scape of credentialism, Europe is. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but now on Instagram, it's like this Dutch girl went from the lowest levels of education to the highest. And I always send those photos to Watson where it's like, bitch, I did the same. It's like, but you're another woman. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it. Just honestly, don't watch the news. Just don't no, even, don't even no. pay. It's, it's, I did average shit and wipe my ass. Look at me. Strong, brave person. The, the only know. good news I saw was that England and Spain are now finally, finally stepping back from the restrictions where it's like, you know what? It was just the flu. It was just, the, just flu. the flu. It was a bad flu. And you should have absolutely cared about people that were frail, overweight, elderly, or compromised. We did not need to shut down the entire heart of the world's economy to do this. But I, I just don't care. Um, Cap, uh, Atham, Eldecua, Cappy, Eagles, General Gavin Newsom. No, it's Gavin, um, James Gavin, General James Gavin, who is the character. Well, he's a real person in the real world too. Uh, but in Operation Market Garden, uh, he was in charge of something, the Americans, and he had a Dutch advisor, Harry. And that's why we are doing the uh, Bridge Too Far theme. I forget that uh, I know Harry was his name, but he was a real guy too. And uh, Jack is my Dutch advisor, Harry, who advises me on how like, oh, I'm going to find a girl someday that likes me for me and I'm not going to pay a cent. And I'll wait six hours at a coffee store for her and I'll spend 10 hours swiping and then I'll buy maybe a, maybe a cup of coffee and get on the, but I won't pay for it. 
Uh, so depressing. Of Jack Napier equals Nintendo Switch enthusiast. Are you? Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, I got mine over in the other. Yep. Yep. Nintendo Switch. Best platform. Mm. No more Xbox. No more PlayStation. Uh, no, fuck again. those guys. <clears throat> no. It's it's horrible. It's not, it is not playable. You mm. cannot play. You are you do know. Do you know what the operating system is on an Xbox One? No. It's Windows 10. Uh-huh. It's a it's oh. a variant of Windows 10, which is why it's always updating. And it's like, okay, if your operating system is Windows 10, what should I get instead of an Xbox? You should, uh, get, a, you should get a PC because yeah. at least you got a keyboard. Um, yep, kind of do. Nonstop trade two bucks. Woke modern day villain is Cletus Wood like guys. Yes. Is it? Is it? Where was that? Because I don't uh, watch the woke shows. I mean, where was Clint I mean, Eastwood just don't. But I mean, Clint Eastwood is one hell of a badass. Yeah. Do you see it? He turned, um, how old did he get? 96 or something like that. He Clint's had a Twitter 96? post. Yeah, something like wow. that. He had a Twitter post. He's like, good morning, all. And you just see this this old Clint Eastwood happy in his chair with a drink. It's like, good morning, everybody. I'm like, that's, I'm, the, the left is going to have a hard time expunging him for media. Because he's just too damn a masculine man. To let that let that sit there. I and love I have a feeling Gran Torino. That was a good one. That was a good one. You come into a man's place and insult him. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> uh, not stop trade two bucks. Cappy is still too optimistic. The great one agrees. Yep, my optimism. I foolishly think that I'm going to go golfing today. Like there won't be any problems. Like the the register and I'll log in and there won't be chaos. Um, let me keep scrolling here. Scrolling, 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 I'm scrolling. Keep those. Days. Speaking of uh, uh, Clint Eastwood, you want to see a young Clint Eastwood? Look at him on Rawhide. He's. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, he's. I uh, did see the the case of Casey. No, the dangerous outlaw Casey Jones or whatever it was called. It was pretty. The outlaw Josie Wales. That's the one. The uh-huh. outlaw Josie Wales. The guy who wouldn't die peacefully with Bruce Willis in the Tomimaki Plaza with with Blondes Luber. <laughs> what was mean, no the guy who refused death? to die? Hard, hard death? to kill man <laughs> with, with Mister Managi, and, and it was in in Las Vegas. The, the insistent hard? bastard who wouldn't wouldn't die peacefully. What was the name of that show? I think uh, it was hard death or something like that. <coughs> really hard, stubborn bastard attack. who just won't just won't get a heart attack. Yes, nonstop trade two bucks, Cappy. How much, girl? I don't charge Cappy too much. I, <laughs> Dre, I'm not that cheap. I, this uh, interaction already cost me two minutes. We are dying here, people. That you got it. There you go. You absolutely got it. That is my impression of you. Number one waste of my time, school. Number two waste of my time, chasing girls. That and you're never getting you're never getting those years back. But never. but I do have fond memories of tiggle biddies. I will confess on this live stream, I have a fetish of just choking in them, not being able to breathe. Like just I don't think you're really confessing here anyway. <laughs> Really, you like tiggle bitties? It was like you you push your face in and you can't breathe. It's like right. So far, this is not a foot fetish, Jack. I think everyone one hundred audience agrees. You're you're among friends here. Okay, uh, good. We're not going to do you. Do you know the YouTuber? It's a Gundam. No, 
Oh, that- he is funny as hell, man. He is funny as hell. But he was on the live stream a while back as well. They were talking. They were talking about the woke business and some some female journalist, blah blah blah, complained about it and whatever. And he's like, you know what I like to do? I'll confess. I'll just I just like pushing my face into tiggle bitties and push them into my eye sockets and just rub my face in them. I'll admit, he says, what the hell? Uh, you know how I want to die? Between a good pair, if not a dual pair of biddies. Heart attack, boom. Out right after, poof, right in the tiggle biddies. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to be happy at my funeral. Say, I well, will welcome a gold digger at 90. Where it's like, honey, I've got 300 million. I don't like my family. Marry me. Fuck the shit out of me. Make sure I'm dead, but do it right. She'll be like, okay. Now you are. Now you do admit it's all prostitution. Well, at that point, who cares? The last one. Hey, why that point? Not now. I'm just, it's, I don't want to die yet. I'm, I I admit it has happened where a girl just wanted to come over and have sex with me. That has happened. That was the exception, not the rule. And if, if that was, and, and that we, we would call maybe, I guess, an equal relationship, a voluntaristic relationship, that's fine. I don't care what you say or who you are. You're all paying for it one way or another. I'm merely the one pointing out it's barter and not cash. That's it. Mm. And I'm right. Until someone proves me wrong, I'm right. But what if they travel to you? So well, they're and, the one paying. Yeah, no, there's investment on their part too. I mean, yes, then then they, they obviously like you. But and you're the whore. Sure. No. No, because here's the thing. In, in a truest sense, we're all whores and we're all Johns. We are transacting time with each other, right? It's just who is doing the majority of the tra- the paying of the time. Now, if a woman comes out to visit you, maybe you toss a couple bucks to cover her train ticket or, or transport. Uh, that 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 is two people who actually enjoy each other. There is no prostitution. That's like being friends, mm-hmm. right? That's a voluntaristic translation. But generally speaking... Women have a fractional, I'm going to say this again, women have a fractional interest in men and sex as men do women and sex. And because of the name, and there's nothing wrong with that, because of that nature, it dedicates one as a purchaser, one as a seller, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't, and for politeness sakes, we obscure this transaction with dating and courtship and take me to them. And I want a man to show, no, 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 no. You're a whore. He's a John. And every, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. And the only reason he's talking to you is biddies. Biddies. And and that's telling women the honest truth. Now, hopefully there's love and maybe somewhere down the road, you know, you have kids and a family. That 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 happens too. But yes, lady, you only want one thing. Yes. 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 That's what they want. But I don't I don't understand what's wrong with that. Why is there's that nothing wrong with that? Nothing. Like Honey, I like the female shape. Just shut up and let me enjoy. What? Why can't I compliment you? Why because can't I say you turn me on? This is where the training. In the olden days, if you told a girl she was beautiful, she might blush, especially if she likes you. Now they view that as objectification. Uh, and they are absolutely conditioned to insist that the number one thing is um, – their their non-beautiful traits and assets, which those are good too if they're impressive. Like you're an engineer or a doctor, or you um, you know you're you're an athlete or, or something interesting. You have some kind of skills. Um, <clears throat> but it's sad. It, it, but one thing, ladies, men don't control it. That's how we're programmed. 
All right. So you could take the compliment. You, you could, is it glass half full or glass half, half empty? Is he objectifying me or is he calling me a pretty woman? Uh, it's it's up to you. One One's going to lead to a miserable, pissed off life. The other one, you might take some compliments and maybe be human. But I'm I'm leaving that one alone because it's very clear that women don't like being called pretty. Yeah, because you know it's what I and insulting to them. That's that's the modern day, especially for the younger women. But mm-hmm. they want you to like them for things that you're impressed with. Maybe that's why you fall in love. Like oh, she's a responsible woman. She's got her finances together. She's got a career. But that's not human. That's a checklist. That's a transaction. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, you, you know what I enjoy? Tiggle bitties. Well, that. But when women objectify me, I'm kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, oh, right. <laughs> yeah like, I've got, I've got five, I've got five thousand Twitter followers, and not one woman has been in my DMs like, Jack. You know what? You're just hot. I had to say it. I was like, oh, well, thank you. I've had a couple of women say I'm the sexiest man they know. They never <laughs> They're lying. Those they are not women. Haven't met me yet, and you know. It's Those a, are the five troll accounts TJ made. No, these these are real gals. They exist, but it's it's kind of like thanks. You know, like all right, cool. I'm the it, look. Treat me like win. a piece of meat. I, all I ask for. I'm not. I'm not going to make the cover of Time Magazine sexiest man alive. But you get a couple gas out there, like I think you're the sexiest man alive, and and it's because of the idiot things I say. It's like, oh, I'll take it. Thank you. I am a piece of meat. Thank you very much. All yeah. right. I, see, I would just love that. Where it's like women objectify me. Do it. Yeah, I I'm okay if you say you're a great economist and I really appreciate your books. Da, da, da. I say, uh-huh. man, you're the hottest man alive. Yes. Yeah. I'm, yes. yes. Hello. Hey. Economics mm-hmm. bullshit. I'm the hottest man alive. Yeah. That's... <laughs> um, what more do you want? Uh, I don't know. Just peace and quiet and serenity. That's actually what I want. Um, Ice knows. Jack talked to us about single birthing parents who found Jesus ever having met Chad and Tyrone. By the way, what's Dutch for Chad and Tyrone? Okay. First of all, talk to us about the single birthing parents who found Jesus after having met. Like you know. mean Mary? Uh, Is that a Mary in the Bible reference? Because I don't, I don't get what he means. Because I didn't want to go golfing. So, oh well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies. I'm What's Dutch for Chad and Iron? Uh, very, I'm very fancy. I'm going to the. I'm going to a private golf course this time because I saved my money to try this new golf course. How? Oh, the minimalism course sold well, didn't it? Oh God, got for Christ! Some super chess can in there. Nice, can I not golf at the? Can I, there's a nice place I want to try golf at. How, how, how is your swing? It's really good, actually. I'm I'm pretty good. Um, or is that because of the range of motion you have to the bowl, where it's like right, it's right there. There's yeah. less room for error, you know. When your golf club is two inches tall, you know you, you really can't screw it up. <laughs> but Dutch for Chad and Tyrone, I have no idea. It's like it's Kevin. Maybe or what's a real Dutch name? Jan, Jan, Jan in case maybe. Okay. Which is the origin of Yankee, by the way? Really, I didn't know that. Well, let me yeah. let me tell you, Ice knows because Jack is wrong. the The true Chads and Tyrones are Hans and Gerhardt because the Germans can't just come over and take their women. Gerhardt, the real- uh, Dre, most girls to Cappy, you the shortest guy I've ever seen. Well, that's why they they because if they only see me on the internet, so they imagine I'm tall. Um, and then they see but I mean, in right. real life, you have the uh, the ideal eating out height. 
Oh yeah. Did you see that, that meme I sent out with the short guy with the tall blonde with the tiggle? Oh things? yeah, you could see it in his eyes. No, <laughs> there's this Dutch thing we have, like with short girls. We call it IPH, which is uh ideale pipe hoogte, which means ideal blowjob height. Polite Europeans over there. My God. <laughs> yeah, dwarf on golf. So all right. Well, how about this? Why don't you promote your stuff? Tell people okay. about you. Uh, YouTube, Jack Napier, Truthcast, and Jack Napier Red Evening. Fight me on Twitter at Jack Napier Knows, and that is it. Do you have a um, – hang on. Do you have a class on convincing yourself you're not paying for it while you pay for it? Is there a, a self-delusion course you teach, like uh, where you teach men to like pay for transportation and buy coffee and, and go on dates and spend your time on Twitter, but then tell yourself no, you're not. No, but, but I would like to point you to Modern Life John. <laughs> John's a good guy. I like John. So. Yeah, he All is. Right. He's a hard All right. Uh Take us out. Toodles. What's the Dutch version? Tot ziens. <laughs>